Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today we got some stories of some spoiled brats who think that they truly do rule the world just because daddy has a little bit of money. I know for a fact you'll enjoy this, so sit back, relax, leave a like on the video to claim your free nothing, and let's just jump right into the stories. So we're going to call the subscriber who submitted the first story, Ahmed. Uh, anyways, right, so there's a, there's a kid in Ahmed's class who, uh, he was a spoiled kid. And the spoiled kid truly did believe that uh, just because, uh, you know, he had parents who were very rich, that he could literally do anything and that everyone wanted him. And there was a girl in Ahmed's class, and also in the spoiled kid's class, who was very pretty. She was very nice. She was everything that anyone could have wanted or any guy could have wanted or any girl could have wanted, right? And, uh, you know, Ahmed had a little bit of a crush on her. He's not going to lie, guys. He's not going to lie. But at the same time, right, he knew that, you know, this he probably wasn't, she probably wasn't into him. But he also knew for a fact that she was not into the spoiled kid. However, one day, the spoiled kid sat down next to Ahmed and his friends. He said, boys, I will bet you $10 that the girl, I don't know, let's call her like uh, uh, Claire, right? Claire's gonna fall in love with me tomorrow. And Ahmed is like, bro, I guarantee, bro, that that is not the case. I guarantee that's not gonna happen. Sure, I'll take you up on this bet. And uh, sure enough, his friends also did. It was actually a bet structured. The spoiled kid was like, I will pay you each $10. And only one of you needs to pay me $10 if I win. So it was a pretty good bet. So anyway, uh, anyways, Ahmed is a little bit like, Okay, what's this kid's plan? What's his angle? I know for a fact she's not into him now. And he says he can get her by tomorrow. So yeah, sure enough, tomorrow rolls around. And uh, the spoiled kid walks in. And he has one of those Supreme shirts. You know the shirts that go for like $500 because it says Supreme on it? And it's probably just like a standard Hanes t-shirt or whatever with some like paint on it, bro. Yeah, the spoiled kid walked in very proudly showing off the fact that he had his Supreme t-shirt on. And uh, sure enough, he walks back to the back of the class and he looks at Ahmed. He's like, checkmate, baby. <laughs> and uh, Ahmed is like, bro, what? Like, I, 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 I don't get what you're saying. What do you mean checkmate, bro? Like, what do you mean checkmate? And the kid's like, well, bro, do you not see my Supreme t-shirt on? There's no way she can resist. Guys, look, if you're into the hype beast stuff, that's totally fine. You can like whatever you like. But let me just say, from my own life experience and observations, I'm pretty sure that a girl will not go down to her knees and beg to fall into, beg to be with you 
just because you have that new Supreme Gucci brick in your back pocket, right? You're not gonna you're not gonna whip out the the Louis Vuitton brick and be like, "Yo, marry me," and she'd be like, "Oh my God, yes." Yeah, that is probably not gonna happen. Just a heads up. Just a heads up. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm maybe I'm an idiot. Who knows? I mean, I might be an idiot and be right here. I don't know. Both are possible. But anyways, the spoiled kid goes up to the girl that he's a crush on. He's like, so, Claire, hello there. Claire looks up and is like, hi there, spoiled kid. And spoiled kid's like, so I was wondering, did you want to go on a date with me this Friday? And Claire was completely thrown off guard. So she's like, oh, um, uh, I don't know if I want to be seeing anyone right now. Uh, no offense. It's not personal. I just don't think I want to see anyone. And spoiled kid's like, oh, you must not have seen. And he turns around and he, like, flexes out his chest to show very, very prominently that he had, you know, the Supreme T-shirt on. And she's looking at him. She's like, what, what am I looking at? He's like, that T-shirt. Look at the T-shirt. She's like, oh, Supreme. Okay, that's very nice. Are you saying that you're Supreme? And he's like, no, it is a very expensive streetwear brand, and you must like me because of it. And she's like... I'm sorry, I'm not going to be dating anyone. So Spoiled Kid very angrily walks to the back of the classroom. And uh, he did not have the money to give them um, because he expected so confidently that he was going to win, that he did, she was going to fall in love with him because of the t-shirt he was wearing, that the Spoiled Kid literally didn't even bring the money. He just expected that, like, no, he was going to be fine, guys. Like, why are you even questioning, bro? Like, obviously this kid's going to be fine. But no... That was not the case. So yeah, the next day comes around, he brings in the money and he gives it to uh, gives it to Ahmed and his friends. Anyways, we're gonna call the subscribers submitted the next story, Ibrahim. So there's this there's a kid in Ibrahim's class who was the spoil kid, right? He was a very standard, stereotypical spoil kid. And uh, sure enough, right at Ibrahim at Ibrahim's school, you could either bring in your own lunch, or you could have the school lunch. The school lunch was atrocious. It was awful. There was nothing, no redeeming qualities about the school lunch. Nothing about it was good. It was awful. And uh, Ibrahim just kind of dealt with it every single day as everyone who went to the school dealt with it. He dealt with it like they did, you know, kind of, it, it, it just how it, it's just how it goes. It's literally just how it goes, man. So sure enough, right? Um, uh, this all happened one day and the spoiled brat is sitting there and you hear him start to freak out, so people turn around. And do you guys know why the spoiled brat was freaking out? He was freaking out because he forgot to bring in the, uh, the packed lunch that his mother had made him. Because the spoiled brat would always bring in his own lunch, which I can't blame him. Like, I, I probably would too at this school. But his mom would always bring him in like, Okay, it is, do you want beef wellington or filet mignon this morning, son? He'd be like, uh, those are my options? Ugh, disgusting. No, but, you know, he would always bring in his own lunch and it would always be super awesome or whatever. And uh, he was freaking out because he started to realize that he needed to eat the, the school lunch. So anyways, they all walk into the cafeteria and Ibrahim is behind the spoiled kid. And he hears the spoiled kid, like, just mumbling about, oh my god, man, I'm gonna have to eat this stuff. What if I die? What if I get chlamydia, bro? What if I, what if I explode from this, bro? I, I don't think my, my, my delicate stomach could take something like this. I'm not gonna make it. I should call my mom. I should call my dad. Just kind of freaking out the entire time, and Ibrahim's kind of thinking to himself, bro's really never had a normal school lunch before. That's absolutely crazy. Um, yeah, so, uh, sure enough, the spoiled kid grabs a tray, gets in line, 
and looks at the lunch lady, who's scooping out very mysterious, mysterious meat onto people's plates. And the spoiled kid, you know, the lunch lady, puts on his plate, takes a whiff of it, gags. And then when the spoiled kid goes to sit down, Ibrahim looks over and notices that the spoiled kid breaks down into tears, is straight up crying. There are tears spilling down his face because he needs to eat the school lunch. And he's like, no, no, I just wanted my filet mignon, and this is what I get. Have I done, am I a bad person? Have I done something to deserve this? And, like, everyone's looking around, and I think he was, like, looking for sympathy, but you're not gonna be, you're not gonna get a lot of sympathy when literally everyone else at the school has to eat the lunch, too. It's not like, wow, you're going through something really hard and unique. It's like, no. You're going through something that literally everyone else at the school is going through, bro. I'm sorry. They're not going to feel bad for you. I don't know how else to say it. So, yeah, after that point on, Ibrahim or the spoiled kid would never, ever eat the school lunch again. And he would always take out his filet mignon, his beef wellington, his, I don't know. He would take out, like, the craziest food ever, right? And he would always tell everyone about the stories of that one time he ate at the school cafeteria. And he would tell the people at lunch at the school cafeteria, who are eating the cafeteria food. They're not going to be entertained by a story of you. Oh my god, guys, you're not going to believe it. I ate the food that you're eating right now. I almost died. Like, they're going to be like, bro, shut up. Anyways, we're going to call the subscriber who submitted the next Spoiled Kid story, Nasir. So Nasir's school was going on a bus trip to New York City. It was kind of like their big uh, school trip or whatever. So they all get on, and in this year's grade, there is one kid who is the spoiled rich kid, right? This just a very standard description. I don't have to go into details. You already know what he's like. So anyways, they get off the bus, single file line, and they're walking into the streets of New York City. And the spoiled rich kid comes up to Nasir, and it's like, oh my god. Oh my god. And he points to someone. And it's just like a normal person. And he's like, oh my god, Nasir, help, help. There are poor people around here. And Nasir is like, bro, what? And the kid, the spoiled kid's like, Nasir, I'm really scared. Uh, I'm used to you guys, the poor, I'm used to the poor people at my school. Like you, Nasir. And Nasir's like, bro. <laughs> He's like, but I'm in New York City right now. I'm surrounded by so many poor people I can't take it this year. I have a daily tolerance of you guys. <laughs> and this year's like, bro, chill out. They're not gonna eat you, bro. Like, what are you saying? And he's like, no, 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 I saw them on Twitter. They said that they were gonna eat me as a, like, oh, they're gonna eat the rich or something. And this year's like, bro, <sighs> this year's like, of course I have to babysit this kid. And I'm not even, yeah, I'm not even getting paid, dude. But anyways, this year's like, oh, it's fine. Just stick close to me. We'll have, you'll be fine. Trust me. It'll be all good. And the kid's like, oh, okay. So yeah, they're walking around New York. They're getting pointed out to whatever. And eventually they hit one of the, uh, the pretzel stands. Okay, look, the pretzel stands in New York City are not as good as people make them out to be. However... The food trucks that are the same around every single corner are a staple, so they decided to go there, and everyone got a pretzel. And, you know, the spoiled kid was taking a bite, and he's like, mm, this, year, this poor person's sustenance actually isn't that bad. And the seer looks at him and says, can you not call it a poor person's sustenance? These are pretty good. He's like, that's what I'm saying. 
for being a bunch of poor people eating this. These are pretty good. And the seer's like, dude, you need to stop with that. He's like, what? I'm shocked. I am a, I'm recovering from stress right now, Nasir. I can say whatever I want. I'm a victim. And Nasir just looks at this kid. It's like, bro really thinks, bro really thinks that he's a victim for being in the presence of people with a lower income than his father. Like, just let that sink in for a second. Let that sink in for a second. So yeah, eventually they get back on the bus and the spoiled kid comes up to Nasir and is like, thank you, Nasir for protecting me against the plebeians, the peasants. And Nasir is like, uh, what? And he's like, uh, you are a noble peasant yourself. Thank you for protecting me against others of your kind. And Nasir just looks at him and is like, you're welcome, bro. And he says, you're welcome, bro, with the straightest face you have ever seen. The least emotion out of a man ever. Because he's just like, this kid, bro. This, this, this freaking kid, bro. Yeah, we're going to call a subscriber who submitted the next story and final story, Chi-Gi. So anyways, there was a kid in Chi-Gi's class, and this was like senior year of high school. It was a senior spring, too. They were all in college. So like grades still matter because if you fail a bunch of classes, you can still be dropped from your college. But it's not like you need to sweat out your grades as hard as possible. However, this spoiled kid basically got bought into his college, and he's at a point where he doesn't even think the grades matter. He thinks he can completely coast and fail out and like, or not fail out, but just like, it doesn't really matter, right? But he also believes that teachers will just be cool or whatever he was thinking, like quote unquote, be cool and give him at least a C, even if he doesn't do anything. So anyways, one day, um, the spoiled kid, Gigi and all of them show up to a test. They take it. Spoiled kid fails the test because he didn't write anything. He just wrote, like, he just wrote his name down and then didn't fill out a single answer. I think the spoiled kid was just so convinced that the teachers were just going to give him a C just for showing up. They didn't even bother trying. Like, not even, like, randomly guessing, which wouldn't have done well either. But didn't even try enough to randomly guess. So when the teacher went around handing back the, uh, the grades or the papers or whatever, the spoiled kid sees he, like, legitimately failed it because he didn't answer anything. And he's like, hey, what's the meaning of this? And the teacher turns around and says, what's the meaning of this? You didn't, you didn't fill out a single question. And Chi-Gi just kind of like grabs his metaphorical popcorn and watches the show that's about to go down. Real quick comment, um, popcorn down below. There's going to be so many people commenting spoiled thing that they got the secret word of the day. Well, guess what? It's freaking popcorn today. Anyways, Chi-Gi's just watching this go down. Go down. So the spoiled kid gets up and is like, bro, I just want to see in this class. I'm not going to do anything and you're going to give me a C. And the teacher's like, I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm sorry. And the spoiled kid gets up and gets all up in the teacher's face. He's like, well, I'm going to make sure you give me a C, dude. I'm going to make sure that I'm getting a C no matter what. And the teacher's just like, um, no, I'm, <laughs> what? Like, what, what, what do you mean? That's, no. And the spoiled kid's like, I'm going to count to three, and you're going to give me a C on this paper, or you're going to be in a world of pain. Like, this kid was a massive skadoosh bag, right? Just, uh, I mean, like, it's just how it is. And the teacher's like, no, you can count to a billion for all I care about, and I'm not going to give you that C. You're getting an F because you didn't write a single thing down. Look, I would have been generous if you tried, even if you tried poorly. And the kid's like, one, two, just stare down at the teacher right there. And Chi-Gi's like, this kid's, bl-. in Chi-Gi's mind, he's like, this spoiled kid is totally bluffing right now. 
There's not a shot that he's actually going to do anything, right? And the kid's like, all right, I warned you, bro. Boom. This kid legitimately thought that he was like above the law. The spoiled kid legitimately thought that rules didn't apply to him because the spoiled kid legitimately swings a right hook and socks the teacher in the face. When this happened, like three kids, okay, the spoiled kid, a little bit of context. The spoiled kid was not liked. Everyone thought he was a major, like, loser, annoying, like, brat, whatever. So when the kids in the class saw this, they saw this as a perfect opportunity to quote, unquote, save the day. So, like, three guys immediately jump on top of the spoiled kid when he swings on the teacher. Their explanation is going to be, oh, we just wanted to make sure that he didn't fight the teacher anymore. We were just trying to make sure that we were keeping everyone safe. When in reality, that might have been true. But the main reason that they probably did any of that is literally just so they could get a swing on the spoiled kid because he was such an annoying brat that they are just like, yes, yes, an opportunity. Let's go. Yeah, but uh, sure enough, um, uh, the spoiled kid swings on the teacher. Boom, makes contact with his face, but the spoiled kid's pretty much a little weakling brat, dude. So he his punch barely did anything. And then he just gets jumped by three guys. They just all jump on top of him, just bring him down to the floor, no mercy. And they were like, we got you, teacher, you're safe. And the teacher's not going to report them for fighting because, like, I don't know, why would he do that? So sure enough, the school security guard comes down. And he's like, all right, you can let go of the kid. Because, like, all three of them had this guy, like, a three-way headlock or whatever. Just completely strapping him down. And the kid's brought to the front office. And guess what? He fails out of the class. You know what also happens? The school that his dad bought him into sees that he's failing classes and fighting people. So they decide to rescind his application. So this kid, yeah, eventually his dad bought him into a different school. But not the school that he wanted to go to. And he also got in a lot of trouble, so the spoiled kid was no longer able to have unlimited credit cards and infinite time on the mega yacht in the Pacific, right? He now had to actually work a job. And the only reason that Chi knows this is over the summer, Chi and his friends went to a, their local ice cream shop, 